We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, all you gorgeous gamers, gals, and guys. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Another crazy week. I know I say it every single week. Hello, Zane. You're looking... I know audio listeners can't see what I'm seeing. You're looking snazzy. I just noticed it now. Just because I have a button up on, Jake's like, ah, oh, yeah, Zane's really is, stepping his game up. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't get the chance to wear a button up. Oh, mm. man. You're reminding me of like pre-pandemic times. Oh, it's, not, it's not like we don't have a dress code here. We don't have for drinks. Oh, we, <laughs> if only, right? Hit up Parkway like the good old days. Oh, uh, man. But it, obviously, yet again, another hectic week here in gaming. So mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if you're ready, shall yeah. we hit him off with some? By all means, let's do it. All right, let's run it, folks. Hope you all enjoy. Let's get it. And Xanifer, Xanifer, let me run off a list for you mm. for this first topic because, man, oh, man, when this comes to fruition in 2023, I'm really, really hoping that we're still here and we're looking at a, a giant new world. We can look back on these days and be like, man, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Wasn't it wild when we didn't have flying cars? Yeah, yeah. and wasn't <laughs> and when it wild still existed? when we didn't have... <laughs> Esports cities. Oh, uh, yeah, our right. first talk today, we're <laughs> going to be talking about Phase Clan has a mansion or compound worth around what they say 30 million. 100 Thieves, their cash out compound, 35 million. Shortly after TSM announced their facility, $50 million. And just this past week, parent company, that super gen of Edward Gaming, who will now also have an office slash seems to be semi facility inside, will now be a 1.5 billion, not million billion dollar city which is going to be based in shanghai of course where else and be called the esports city which i know it's going to be overseen but it's just crazy to think this is actually a thing yeah right and real quick question has popped into my mind and forgive my you know 
lack of knowledge on this front, but do we have sports cities? Is that a thing? I know, you know we have like we have Olympic. That's actually venues. a really good question because yeah. I I didn't even think about that. I don't necessarily. I think your um, your carryover would be stadiums. So yeah, but that's like such like a smaller scale thing than saying, hey, we're gonna have this entire city, yeah. billions of dollars, people are gonna live here, they're gonna just game here all the time, work here like constantly, yeah. Yeah. visit here all the time. They say three hundred plus events a year, ten thousand mm. plus daily visitors. Uh, I, I do agree yeah. with you. Uh, when it comes time for price range, though, you mm. think about sports stadiums being somewhere near this. This is actually more expensive than right. a lot of them. Most of them, I'd argue. Uh, it, it, it's actually insane. And yeah, it's certainly a weird thing to realize. I, I'm going to speak out of my butt here. It's going to be 500,000 square meters. I want to say that's probably bigger than your average stadium. So. It's weird Maybe? that it's weird <laughs> that Shanghai's like, you know what? This is the future mm. and they've already broken ground, so it seems to be a very very much a thing. This is not just a headline. This is going to happen. And so by 2023, maybe you and me and the team can can fly out to Shanghai. Hey, we'll go we'll go for a tour. You know, yeah. Shanghai's dope. Yeah, China's great. I've uh, actually spent like a month there. Like, I don't doubt back. this at yeah, all. It's, it's a sick place. Frick our eSports Talk <laughs> office tour. 2023 Shanghai eSports City tour. Yeah, let's go. All right. Yeah, I'm like ex- a five-hour long video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited either way. All right. You started off this podcast like you start many podcasts by saying it's been a crazy week in I eSports always, and gaming. It's my default. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, you know, you got that in your back pocket. That's the preset. Yep. You whip it out. Yeah, we press record. Hey, crazy week in eSports <laughs> and gaming, guys. <laughs> oh, freak. <laughs> But anyway, it's been an even crazier week than normal because, I'm you know, you. we actually have the real world coming in and interfering with esports and gaming a little bit as just this week in the United States, we had a little bit of a riot. Mm. Some people are calling it an attempted coup on the uh, U.S. Capitol building as we had several people attempt to break in uh, in protest of Biden being elected president. And a few more succeed mm-hmm. to break in. Yeah, yeah. Un- unfortunately, not didn't really pan out too great for some of them. Um what I would like to speak about in particular, though, is Twitch's response in the wake of this, as Twitch has decided to remove the PogChamp emote, as the man behind the emote, uh, emote, sorry, uh, Gutex, have made some rather concerning tweets around this event. Yeah, Twitch in their statement saying that Gutex, the man, the face behind PogChamp, and now have actually further added updates about WeirdChamp and I believe uh, PogU, or something around those lines. Three variations now with his mm. face have been removed from the platform because of what they claim him inciting violence uh, during these crazy, uh, what some people might call attacks on the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, I'd like to le- read uh, what he said very briefly, at least a part yep. of what he said, probably the most incendiary bit. Uh, he, uh, Gutex said, will there be, where will there be civil unrest for the woman who was executed inside the Capitol today, or will MAGA martyr die in vain? Uh, for those of you who are not aware, a woman got in the Capitol after being tried to, uh, after the police tried to keep her outside, and unfortunately she wound up getting shot and passed away later. And he was tweeting about that, and it's really not the time to really promote that type of thing. And this is a very surprising response from Twitch, because as we mentioned earlier this week, they're not usually as on top of responding to events like this. Uh, but I think this is definitely an easier one for them to make a call on because, unfortunately, Gutex has been very uh, problematic in recent years, uh, very heavy on COVID conspiracy theories in the past year or so, and largely ostracized by uh, his community. 
Yeah, and Twitch has made these kind of things before, I believe, in the past, whether it be just not allowing some emotes mm. to be made or, of course, some words and phrases and or images cannot be used to make emotes in the first place. So I think it was only a matter of time before one creator out there maybe took things too far. You know, if, if Doc, I don't know if Doc actually has his own emotes where he is pictured, you know, maybe since they permanently ban him, they eventually take those away or something more controversial, right? Let's, God forbid, let's say the most extreme example, a Twitch streamer who has an emote of their mm -hmm. face goes out and murders someone obviously twitch is not going to want that face spread around the entire platform when they're tied to such a crazy uh, such a uh, terrible crime of course and the question is though where do we go from here because pogchamp is such like that's become part of just how esports people talk to each other mm -hmm. in streaming and gaming people. People just say Pog or they say Pog can't like yeah, constantly. Which different I'll, variants of it. I was it, like, never a fan of. So neither, it's not, neither am I. But I know really, a lot of people but, listening are a fan of, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you literally have streamers who can't say a single sentence without going Pog. No, yeah, yeah. They see like the slightest thing that's like mildly interesting. They're like, oh, dope, Pog. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I got friends back home uh -huh. who can't even text me without saying Pog. So it's obviously become, like you said, yeah. I know we joke about it. I know it's weird but it's, mm -hmm. it's become a, a part of the culture and so i think actually as of recording twitch has now made an announcement of a solution mm -hmm. which will be every 24 hours to rotate a pog champ uh face so a different face behind the emote and i think now it's only a matter of time before one of those faces has done something controversial and then they get removed from the rotation and nobody notices though yeah Twitch doesn't even have to say anything i don't think they it'll be that them. bad yeah. so i think this is a decent solution mm -hmm. honestly i don't really know what else there would be it's probably the best it's, way to handle it. It's better to be than removing it entirely. Yeah, I, I like that Twitch is trying to appease the sides. I understand the frustration though that Twitch's response on this was so fast and mm. lackluster elsewhere. But at this point, it's what you kind of expect of, of a platform like Twitch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this is a good move for a variety of reasons. I've seen some people saying, that, hey, they should get rid of the term overall, considering the person behind it. I don't think so. But hey, there's another factor to consider here. Gutex hates PogChamp. Because it's never brought him any notoriety or success, really. So we, don't, we want to leave it in, right? To, yeah, yeah, of course. Despite yeah. him? Or yeah, yeah, despite him. Know. Yeah, freak you text. Yeah. I'll, I'll be more of a neutral. Yeah, I really, it's just, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I like how Twitch responded on this matter alone. I hope mm -hmm. they can only be this progressive in other issues as well. Hey, first big W of 2021. Yeah. It can only go downhill from here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> speak of that, next story. <laughs> And speaking of the devil in Twitch, it's really an unfortunate case, especially as this seems to be picking up throughout the latter part of 2020 into mm. 2021. And of course, not Twitch's fault, but that being a swatting issue and certainly seen a spark and a mm. return. It was actually late 2020. We saw Tifu deal with this in a supposed swatting. It's always really chilling to hear these kind of clips where you hear officers either knocking down doors or, you know, kicking in doors and saying, everyone out, hands up. It's a terrifying moment that can also result in tragedy. Luckily, has not in these past three cases, but certainly throughout 2020, it was very apparent that Twitch had a stalking issue. Mm. It's, it's still a lingering issue, and I think we'll revisit on that probably later this year. And uh, now it's also clear that Twitch, again, has a swatting issue as it's somehow taken popularity again. Tifu had it, then a TSM Pro known as Imperial had it, and then within the same week, a different TSM Pro, really? that being achieved for their R6 team, has now also been swatted. In his case, even more so unfortunate because the person who was swatting was in the chat and then actually swatted him live while still in the chat. Turns out it was his parents' home as well. Luckily, in all three of these cases, no one was harmed. It's just, to me, Zan, it's so... I, I can't imagine being this angry or this yeah. ill in the head to do these kind yeah, of things. Yeah, for real, because that's like, that is such... And I, I do it's very extreme. much... extreme. I do realize I, I'm a little biased here. 
I am going to mildly, mildly I'm going to dip my toes into something mildly political for a second, right? I'm a black man living in America. A cop shows at my, up at my door, I think I'm going to die. That's literally the thought that will go through my head. This is like sending a hit out on somebody is calling the cops on them for no good reason, you know, especially when it's a swatting case when they usually say, hey, this person is armed or they're dangerous or they've kidnapped somebody like they make up all these excuses. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that perspective because no matter no matter the case, you are mm. putting the life of that streamer in the hands of the officer and the way they respond. Mm -hmm. And we know we are well aware throughout 2020 and a long, long time that not every officer responds the same way. Yeah, there's a lot of cops out there. You can't trust all of them to be good. And I don't think that's a thought that goes through a lot of these crazy minds that somehow can go through with this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I I like to think that none of them are truly thinking about the real consequences. Hopefully not. That someone's life could be over because you made some sort of prank job. And we've had a story back, I believe, in 2020 as well. Tyler Barris mm -hmm. now serving a long, long time prison sentence because someone died because of his actions. And so it's just crazy. This is actually still a reoccurring thing. And uh, it's obviously difficult to talk about as well. But luckily, in these cases, no one has been harmed. And I just don't know of a solution. I think the more these things do happen, mm -hmm. luckily, the more that local officers and, and law enforcement are aware of the issues, the better they can handle them. Because I don't think this is going to stop anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely not. And I think we're already starting to see a little bit of that. Uh, in the past, we've reported on how there's one woman who was swatted twice in a row, and she came into the police station to say, hey, why are you guys still coming back? She recognized one of the officers and was like, what are you? I just saw you. You know nothing's going on here. Yeah. But just in this past week, with the Imperial High situation, the officers showed up. They they had a good idea of what was going on. They handled it very professionally. So I hopefully we'll see more of a trend on that. Maybe we'll see more training for police on how to handle this type of thing. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see some additional measures by Twitch to help protect like the identities of people and their locations. Or try and identify those that maybe are doing this. Yeah. But again, that's a very difficult thing. Very, very difficult. Um, so yeah, in this particular case, the last one for Achieved, I believe someone actually in the chat had been threatening this. So mm. if, if, if there's a way to somehow backtrack that, we will find out. And punishments uh, certainly would be deserved in my opinion. So uh, we will see if this issue is, is going to keep on going in 2021. Uh, just crazy, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, after some darker stories, Jake, let's let's have some fun Yay! with this last one. Something a little bit, uh, I got a good chuckle out of, <laughs> as weird as it is. Uh, so apparently, there is a major issue facing the Overwatch community right now. Oh, no. Catfishing. <laughs> oh, my God. It, this was so overseen, it's not even funny, dude. Yeah, I've, never, yeah. I've never even had the thought cross my mind until uh -huh. I saw this pop up in my timeline. Right? Same here, which is kind of weird that it didn't. I know. Like, it, it, you'd think it'd be something that would go kind of semi-viral. Like, yeah, right, right. Of all people... I'm oh, sorry, you should... It's no, your yeah, story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm <Not> excited. <laughs> <laughs> so basic, basic broad strokes, TLDR for everybody listening out there. So this comes to us from Overwatch League Pro. Uh, let me make sure I try Sanguin? to pronounce Sanguinar. Yeah, I think I'm. I Forgive hope, us. I hope I pronounced that correctly, yeah. or at least close to correctly. I tried. Um, basically, so he reported that he had been told that somebody was using his pictures to catfish fans to date them via Snapchat. Not just him either, though. They also used pictures of Choi uh, Sewan and Kara to do the same thing, which is. In a way, I look at this and go, wow, esports is here where you can really oh, use no, esports no, pros. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, <laughs> my first thought is, you know, there's a lot of people you can impersonate. I have mm. been, hey, 
You know me. I've been yeah. on plenty of dating apps, uh-huh. okay? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I was like, my other lead-in to this was like, okay, Jake, how many pictures of yourself have you what found if, on Tinder? What, what, <laughs> zero. What if this story was was me? Like, what if I was trying to get a girlfriend and I was impersonating Overwatch uh, pros and we're like, oh, shoot. The conversation would start very differently. This would be an intervention. I was like, we shouldn't talk yeah. about this story. That, um, but in all seriousness. Like kicking you under the table's hand. Shut, <laughs> shut, shut the frick up. But in all seriousness, though, it's, it's, it's crazy because there are so many people you can impersonate mm-hmm. and I myself uh, from seeing the female side have certainly seen actresses um, some uh, some explicit video stars mm-hmm. people that clearly are not those people on these dating apps they're, they're clearly faked right 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 and um, you know the description is always like do you recognize me and I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so obviously there are so many people you can impersonate to mm-hmm. me it's so funny that of all the people you can fake be on dating apps mm-hmm. people are now choosing gamers and overwatch league pros yeah i didn't think overwatch would be the first place i saw this yeah of all things i thought it would be something like cod maybe like, or I, would, like I don't know if, do i want to name league any, do i name names because then i'm naming like who i think is either the most popular or the most attractive faces faker why 100%. are we not seeing this with faker all the time right it'd, yeah. be, it'd be the fakers i would even throw like what would you well, you can't throw a married man in there, so I, I won't yeah, say right, Nikki right. Merckx. You can't throw anybody who has like an obvious Tif- relationship out there. I think, I think there. Tifu's out there. Yeah, you mm. can't do Ninja, Nikki Merckx, Tim the Tatman. Nadeshot can't do that. No, I, I would mm. do I, I would do Tifu, maybe XQC because he's just uh, mm-hmm. you know one of the biggest names out there. Mm-hmm. Now we're kind of getting into <laughs> Freakazoid. <laughs> now, uh, now we're Pasha talking. Bicep. Who has a relationship right now? <laughs> who is the hottest? <laughs> but seriously, hottest though. esports stars of 2020. <laughs> Leave your thoughts in the comments below, folks. <laughs> do we? All- Never mind, I won't dive too deep. But yes, it is uh, such a funny story. Hopefully Mm -hmm. this one will actually... I want to do this for a highlight video on the channel because (laughs) I love when we react to this kind of stuff. Let's leave it on a question, okay? Mm. If there was an esports star, gamer, streamer, pro, player, you guys, don't do it. I'm not going to advise that. But that you guys think would, would be the most effective in impersonating on these apps. I low-key had like a really awful, great idea. <laughs> oh, no. What if, Leave a comment down below who, who it would be. What if we hopped on twin, Tinder, right? Made a bunch of different accounts, different pros, tried to see who gets the most <laughs> This sounds responses. like some FaZe Clan type video. Oh, absolutely, which is why I would pull mad views. <laughs> I impersonated 15 different FaZe members on Tinder. Here's what happened. Like, yeah. You, yeah, exactly, right? Dude. That would be the title, too. Like it would take so much work. Yeah. yeah we'll figure it yeah. out, guys. Overwatch pros being used to catfish. Who would have thought 2021? Here we freaking are. I'm gonna- As per usual, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. I thought that was uh, that was a good one to kick off the year with. Mm. Uh, is this our second one of the second year? Second one of the year. Woo! Golly! I'm still feeling a little rusty, not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think we'll get there, though. It's mm. been a, a kind of a, a wild time in and out of the office and definitely mm. getting back in the, in, the, in the hit of things with Respawn Recap and Esports Rewind. So we're slowly getting there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, as per usual, I hope you're not too rusty to hit him with a good old Gaucho. Yo, never, Because that's your job. Yeah, okay. As always, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to listen to the Esports Rewind podcast, that's us, by the way, on iTunes, Spotify, on the go, on your phone, really anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're part of the Prediction esports talk show network so just type in p-r-e-e-d-i-c-t-i-o-n and you can find us right there alongside a lot of other fantastic esports and gaming podcasts so by all means go check us out shout out to all of our audio and you know tv listeners and viewers as well canada really hey. appreciate y'all tuning in <laughs> um you know if you'd like some daily esports news content from us you can find us on esports talk on youtube as well as uh instagram at talk underscore esports and twitter at esports 
did it in mm, reverse. Rusty dog. Rusty, it's the rust. I'm shaking it off. Hey, you're yep. gonna have more social medias to talk, call out in the future. So <sighs> ain't I, that the truth? I feel for you. Can, yeah. That last one. Yeah. Twitter is talk underscore esports. Don't miss it. Instagram is esports underscore talk. One of these days we'll get <laughs> we'll, we'll get everything right will handles. be yeah. like in line, <laughs> so I don't have to say out like yeah. you know fifty different handles. But you know, thank you for twenty thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, that's been great to see. Uh, welcome, our newest member of the team, Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, yeah, he's fitting in real great around here. I, I'm glad to see you guys are enjoying his content so far. And you know what? I can't wait for our next podcast. Yeah, should be a fun time. We hope you guys all enjoy. Same time, same day, every single week. We'll catch you guys back here in the next one. Take care. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.